Welcome to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, brought to you by the Sportsman Channel. All hunting, all fishing, all the time. Contact your local network provider and ask about the Sportsman Channel today. Now here's your host of Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, Christian Berg. Welcome to another episode of Peterson's Bowhunting Radio. This is editor Christian Berg, and today we have a very special guest. I'll probably say the fastest guest that we've ever had on the show. It's NASCAR Sprint Cup Series driver Martin Truex Jr. Martin, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on. Well, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. I uh, was kind of surprised a little bit out of the blue when uh, your one of your management folks contacted me and said, hey, Martin wants to talk bow hunting. I was like, are you kidding me? Uh, <laughs> you, you just never know who is a bow hunter out there. Well, that's right. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about uh, uh, the season here. I guess you guys are kind of wrapping up, winding down the NASCAR season, and uh, I imagine that uh, when one season ends, that means uh, hunting season begins, huh? Absolutely, yeah. We have uh, four more races left to go for this season, and uh, I, I usually try to get out uh, in the woods as much as possible. I've already been hunting twice this year, so uh, I'd like to get out more, but uh, you know, with our schedule the way it is, it's a little tough. Yeah, you spend most of the most of the year either driving on a racetrack or driving on a highway to the next racetrack, right? Yeah, a lot of time, a lot of time on the road. Usually, uh, you know, three or four days a week on the road, and and about three three at home. So, uh, I, like I said, I try to fit hunt in between racing when I can. I'm actually, uh, I'll be going out to Illinois this uh, next weekend, bow hunting uh, after the Talladega race. So I'm looking forward to that and. Uh, hopefully it'll be successful huh well hopefully it will and maybe i'll run into you out there because i actually leave uh tuesday for illinois and i'll be out there uh, all next week so should be the right time to be there huh well that's what i'm hoping we went uh i was there about three weeks ago and it was really slow so uh we kind of fought the weather it was hot and we had a full moon every night which didn't help things so looking forward to getting back out there this time and uh hopefully the bucks will start rutting a little bit and running around and chasing chasing the ladies see what happens no doubt uh no doubt wish you the best with that so uh so listen man i was actually looking at your bio a little bit on your website and uh are you a new jersey native is that right that's correct so uh that's not a state that we typically think of as a hotbed of hunting activity tell me a little bit about the area where you're you're from in new jersey and how you kind of got into bow hunting over there although although i must say as a as a pennsylvania guy i know you guys have some great bow hunting over in jersey but uh still it's not it's not the first thing that comes to mind when we think of the garden state that's funny yeah i get that question uh every time whether it's about me being a race car driver or being a hunter Uh, you know they're like you're from where jersey but uh yeah, I mean, I grew up hunting with my dad, and, you know, I started when I was about five years old. I can remember sitting in, uh, in a, actually in a ground blind deer hunting with him when I was about four or five. I wasn't old enough to hunt yet, but uh, just fell in love with it, fell in love with being in the outdoors, and, you know, I loved to hunt and fish and all that. So uh, I can remember going squirrel hunting with my friends when I was just a young boy, and, you know, we did some bird hunting. Uh, we did a lot of duck hunting out there, um, you know, out on the bay. Uh, we so, you know, we were right there by the coast. So had a lot of different things. We had some, some good deer hunting. It wasn't great. We had a lot of deer, not a lot of big bucks, but, you know, enough to get you out there chasing around and get you excited. So, 
uh, got to hunt a lot of different things and, and just caught the bug. And, and to this day, I just enjoy any type of hunting I can get into, especially bow hunting. Yeah, I mean, especially in New Jersey, it's sometimes uh, with the tight, you know, uh, development and population and what have you, I mean, bow hunting is really the way to go in a lot of areas there. So you probably had a lot yeah. more opportunity that way than you did with the uh, shotgun. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you had the seasons were obviously a lot longer, which they are in most states still, but, you know, the opportunity to get in the woods was, was better. You know, you had more time to spend doing it and, uh, you know, back where I grew up, uh, shotgun season was, was kind of a big tradition for a lot of guys and that's all they did. So you really get a jump on, uh, on, on all the good deer hunting before they ever got in the woods. So tell me about, uh, your bow hunting past. Did you start bow hunting, you know, as a, as a boy with your dad, as a teenager, how long have you been in, into the archery side of things? I've been bow hunting since I was, I believe 15. Um, my dad isn't a bow hunter. He never was. Um, you know, we, when I was younger, I just grew up doing the shotgun season for the deer and, uh, you know, doing the bird hunting and the duck hunting and things like that. But as I got into it, um, I believe it was actually my uncle and, and my cousin that kind of got me into bow hunting. Um, my uncle was into it and he started, uh, doing it and I got, you know, to hanging around with them and watch them shoot their bows. I'm like, man, that's really cool. You know, I want to do it. So Actually, uh, my cousin outgrew one of his bows and gave it to me, and, and that's where I started. So I was about 15 and, uh, you know, went and took my test and got my license and all that. And, and ever since, I've, you know, I've done it uh, religiously. And, and actually, I haven't picked up a gun in about three or four years now. I've done every – all my hunting has been bow hunting uh, as far as, uh, you know, big game and stuff like that. So I've yeah, been doing it all the time. Really enjoy it. Pretty Pretty typical with a lot of – with a lot of guys, I think we've we've gone down the same road where you get a little bit of taste of that archery, and uh, you know you just don't mm-hmm. get the same satisfaction anymore with the with the old gun in your hand. So uh, that's great. Yeah. Do you remember what uh, what kind of bow you had that that first bow that you got from your cousin there? Do you remember what it was? It was a Hoyt. I can't remember the exact model, but it was a Hoyt. It was probably uh, probably a fifty pound bow, and. Uh, I actually ended up killing my first buck with it. It was a little four-pointer, so I was pretty excited. Gotcha. And uh, uh, what do you shoot nowadays? Do you have a particular uh, uh, company or, or a model that you're really fond of? Yeah, I've been shooting the PSC line of X-Forces for the last three years, and I really fell in love with them. And I've uh, been to their factory out in Arizona and met some of the guys that work there. And they've really took care of me and treated me well, and, uh, and I enjoy their boats. So I've been shooting those for a few years. Yeah, that's neat. I got uh, actually got one of those X Force Dream Seasons this year. I'm taking that to Illinois next week and uh, uh, killed a real grand gobbler back in the spring. It's a it's a nice bow and it's pretty quiet and it sure is quick. I'll say that much for him. So there's a lot of a lot of speed in those bows and there's no doubt you can put a hurting on an animal when you uh, when you get on them with the X Force. Absolutely. So. Uh, you, you talked about the fact that, you know, you, you look forward to getting out and doing probably as much hunting as you can once the season wraps up and I, you're going to Illinois. What mm-hmm. other trips do you have lined up for this fall? And uh, is there a particular, uh, you know, species or destination that you kind of have a tradition of, of hunting for? Or do you try and kind of hop all over and, and spread the love, so to speak? Yeah, you know, this uh, these days I just try to get out as much as I can, whatever it is. Uh... You know, the past uh, two years, I've been doing a lot of hunting with uh, Bill Jordan and Realtree Outdoors, doing some shows with them for their uh, their Driven to Hunt show, and 
I've had a lot of fun with that. I've, I've uh, met a lot of a lot of new friends and and enjoy hunting with Bill. He's a great guy to hang out with. So uh, the Illinois hunt next week will be with him. So it'll be a camera hunt, which is different. Uh, I just kind of started doing that, and it's pretty fun. But uh, went to uh, New Mexico earlier in the year uh, elk hunting and didn't get anything, but uh, had a great time. And I'm not real sure where I'm going to end up after Illinois. This is kind of the last trip I had planned, but uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying real hard to get some uh, to get a tag and and to get out to Kansas to do some hunting. So, uh, looking forward to that. I've never been there, and uh, you know, we have to live with giant monsters, and we all know they're in the Midwest. So hopefully, I can get out there again uh, sometime this winter. Yeah, that'd be great. Now, as far as where you're living nowadays, too, right? You're somewhere in the South now, is that right? Yeah, North Carolina, about uh, 20 minutes north of Charlotte. And do you guys have any uh, decent hunting in your neck of the woods there? You know, I've only been here about, well, I've lived here about five years now, and um, really I've never actually hunted here anywhere. I don't really know, I don't have any land myself, and I don't really know any landowners that, uh, you know, that I get permission to hunt with. And you know, usually when I'm in town, I'm, I'm busy doing other stuff and working and things. So I really just try to save uh, save all my time up when I can and, and put some trips together with my friends and, and some guys that uh, I look forward to hunting with each year. And, you know, hopefully uh, one of these days I'm going to have a place of my own where I can go hunt. No doubt, no doubt. That's a it's a goal worthy of having and something that uh, everybody would like to have a little piece of land that they can call their own and do a little bit of management and just in, enjoy spending time there. You mentioned, uh, you know, putting some trips together with friends. Um, mm-hmm. That's a question I always like to ask, you know, talking to... I uh, actually did an interview with a, a baseball player uh, back in the summer and, and kind of throw the same thing out to you. When you're out there uh, with the other drivers and, and the crew people and what have you, I'm sure that you, you find that a lot of other guys hunt. Uh, have you sparked up any friendships or, you know, put together some trips with, with other NASCAR folks uh, in terms of the hunting? Yeah, absolutely. We've uh, We've done some stuff with the other drivers and you know, a lot of the guys on on the teams and the crews and and stuff uh, enjoy hunting. So I've done some hunting with my crew chief uh, Kevin Mannion before, and actually got Dale Junior, uh, Dale Earnhardt Junior, into bow hunting here last year. So we took him, uh, we went out to Oklahoma on a trip, and he killed his first buck with a bow, and he's pretty excited about it. I'm not sure he'll ever pick up a gun now either. So we got another bow hunter at heart, and uh, looking forward to doing some more with him. And uh, you know there's really a lot more people than you think that enjoy hunting and, and you get out there and, you know, you talk to people about it and you share pictures and, you know, you, you make new friends, you know, through hunting. So, uh, I've enjoyed it and I've, I've met a lot of new people through hunting and, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get to put together more trips in the future and, uh, get to, you know, meet more people and, and, and get more friends along the way. Yeah, that's pretty neat. So you've actually, you've not only been, uh, been a, a participant in hunting but you've been an ambassador for the for the sport out there on the nascar circuit yeah i try to be you know i try to do all i can and uh like i say it's just fun you know we, we all enjoy you know getting away and i love you know obviously we all love our job we love getting to do you know something that we dreamed about as a kid which is you know driving race cars for a living and things and but it gets to be a business just like anything else and it's there's a lot of work involved a lot of stress a lot of things you know uh, you know, a lot of pressure on everybody to, to perform. And when you get out and, and get time off, you want to enjoy it with friends and go out in the woods. And, you know, it's nice to just go out and sit in a tree for a day and, and think about all these things that you have going on. And, uh, you know, it just uh, eases the mind, I guess. 
Yeah, and uh, you know, you mentioned the business side of it. it leads me into something else I wanted to kind of throw at you is, uh, uh, you know, the car that you drive is uh, for the past uh, several years has become pretty recognizable in the, with Bass Pro and uh, having them mm -hmm. uh, as a sponsor. What's that been like as somebody who, you know, uh, doesn't actually just uh, have them as a sponsor who's supporting you financially, but you probably have some real uh, you know, kindred spirit with some of the folks that you deal with uh, in terms of that sponsorship and enjoying the outdoors and the hunting and uh, mm -hmm. what kind of opportunities has that opened up for you? Well, it's been a great relationship. Uh, I've become good friends with Johnny Morris, who's just an incredible guy, does so much for the outdoors and so much for conservation and all the things and, and you know, enjoys hunting and fishing as much as anybody I've ever met in my life. So it's been a great relationship, uh, you know, it's been a perfect opportunity for me, uh, you know, a perfect relationship because of, of, you know, my enjoyment of the outdoors and the things I like to do. And I've got to do a lot of really neat things. Uh, I've got to, you know, meet and, and again, make new friends in, in the industry, uh, in the hunting and fishing industry. And, uh, I've got to, you know, go on some cool hunting trips and it's really just been a great, uh, a real great experience being involved with them and, and seeing all they do. And they're just true, true, uh, you know, outdoorsmen and, and great people to deal with so i've really enjoyed it and uh, we'll, we'll continue that relationship throughout the years no matter how much uh they sponsor the car or not but uh looking forward to you know going hunting with johnny this winter hopefully and uh you know they've been really good yeah i know that's one thing uh of course recently you had you know announced that you're going to be moving to a new team next year and i guess uh not necessarily having that tie-in with bass pro but you know it's mm -hmm. neat to hear about you know, that kind of friendship that you've developed there. And, uh, you know, sort of like you said, it's a relationship, a camaraderie of the outdoors and of the hunt that, you know, that, that transcends, you know, uh, whose decal is on the hood. So that's, that's mm -hmm. really cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, things that you have kind of on your list that you'd like to accomplish in bow hunting. Do you have uh, any particular adventures that you really would like to go on? Maybe you don't have time now with the NASCAR schedule, but things that you think about, like, you know, man, someday when I get some time, mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, I really want to go do this or that. Well, there's a lot of them, <laughs> and I'm sure, I'm sure everybody's kind of got a lot of dreams and hopes that they want to do, and you know, there's a lot of things. I guess on my short list, um, I've already got a, a, a good elk, a bull elk with my bow, and I've, you know, I've got a bunch of white tails and and some turkeys and things like that. Uh, a few of the things I'd really like to do, I really want to go on a spring bear hunt uh, in Canada, uh, which obviously spring is a is a bad time for me because we're we're just getting you know started into the racing season, but. Uh, Someday I hope to do that. Uh, there's a lot of things. I mean, a caribou hunt would be awesome. I've always uh, watched those guys on TV hunt them, and looks like a lot of fun. So uh, another thing that's caught my attention is uh, going to New Zealand for red stag. Uh, that looks like a, a pretty enjoyable experience. So a lot of things on the plate, a lot of dreams and aspirations for the hunting world, but most of them will have to wait till I retire, but uh, plenty of time for that. Yeah, and uh, as a NASCAR driver, you know, uh, knock on wood, you've got a long, long time before retirement because, uh, you know, it's not like being a running back in the NFL where you're washed up at 32. You're you're a young man now. I, I think you're about, what are you, 25, 26? I'm 29. 29, okay, a little older than yep. I thought. And knew you were a young yep. guy, so heck, you could do this for another 20 years or more, right? 
Yeah, yeah, we could. We just have to wait and see how it all works out. Is that is that your plan? Are you still you really digging the whole driving thing? And I mean, I know you're still, you know, relatively new in the in the Sprint Cup series, mm-hmm. but you're probably looking forward to keeping at this for a good long while, huh? Yeah, absolutely. I, I you know, like I say, I really enjoy what I do, and um, really fortunate for the opportunities I've had to get where I am in the business and in the sport. And hopefully, I'll be around it a long time. You know. Uh, Obviously, we can make time for hunting and all these other things, and uh, and get to enjoy what I love doing. So it's been awesome, and uh, you know, hopefully, we continue for a long time. Now, what about uh, tying in the driving and the hunting? When you interact with fans at the track, and uh, you know, just talk mm-hmm. to folks out at appearances and things like that, do you find that a lot of your fans, uh, you know, know about your hunting and your outdoor stuff, and do they they want to chat you up? quite a bit about that almost as much as the driving or do you not get too much on that yeah you know you get both you get you know you'll get people that don't uh, really understand the outdoors or how it works and they'll ask you questions about it and and then you'll get the average hunters that want to talk about uh you know what they've got what they've seen and you know where they're hunting and things so get to uh talk to a lot of different types of people and uh you know, I've actually been invited to some places to go hunt with people. And, you know, you meet so many genuine people uh, out there, you know, on the road doing things. And uh, it's pretty interesting to see, you know, all the different walks of life and all the things people are into. But one thing that never changes is people's inter- interest in hunting and, you know, even people that uh, that aren't into it. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever seen a person get introduced to hunting that didn't enjoy it. So um, it's been neat to meet all those people. Yeah, that's great. And, uh, you know, I can kind of relate a little bit in terms of, you know, meeting folks from different places and, and getting those invitations where it, you know, it gets to the point where you, you've got, you've got more invitations to go places than you have time. So you can look forward to someday <laughs> cashing in all those chips, man. When, when you decide that you've had enough behind the wheel, you could probably spend the whole rest of your life just taking up on all those invites. Yeah, it would take a while. Well, listen, man. Let's let's move into a little bit more of a technical bow hunting discussion here. Uh, I, obviously, we'll we'll uh, we'll assume that you are a, an expertise uh, uh, beyond all others behind the wheel. What sort of uh, bow hunting expertise might you offer to folks? Uh, you have any particular pearls of wisdom or uh, things that you've found to be uh, helpful to you in your own bow hunting that uh, you might you might uh, you know, just relate to folks who who are listening to the show? Well, I think uh, one of the biggest things that I try to do, and I think it's important, um, you know, one of the reasons I got into bow hunting and enjoyed it so much is because you can practice. You can go out in your yard, you know, wherever you live, you can go outside, set up a target and shoot, and it's fun and enjoyable. And I think one of the biggest, the biggest things of bow hunting to be successful is just practice. You know, practice, uh, you know, you don't want to practice you want to sit there and shoot 200 arrows, but you, you should pick up your bow every day or every other day, shoot five or 10 arrows and make sure, you know, you're, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. So, uh, it's easy for me. I enjoy doing it whenever I'm home, uh, during the week, I usually shoot almost every day, even if I don't have a hunt coming up. And I think, uh, that's one of the things that's helped me is just, just staying, uh, practice stuff and, you know, knowing my equipment. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you do you actually take uh, archery equipment out with you on the road too? Will anyone anyone ever see you shooting in the infield or anything like that? I thought about it, but I haven't done it yet. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that would go over, but uh, I have thought about it. Maybe like the next time you win a race, you know, it'd be pretty cool as to like pull a bow out of the passenger seat and shoot maybe like a flaming <laughs> arrow out of the stadium or something. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would go over well. Hey, yeah, uh, what, speaking of your practice now, what kind of a range do you uh, practice at? Uh, you know, that's a big thing we talk about in the magazine a lot is we encourage folks to kind of, you know, not only to know what your maximum effective range is, but to kind of push yourself, mm-hmm. you know. And if, you, if you're comfortable mm-hmm. at 30 yards, you know, go ahead and do some shooting at 40 and 50. And it makes that 30-yard mm-hmm. shot, you know, feel a lot more comfortable when you've got an animal standing in front of you. What's your kind of regimen on that? I mix it up. I, you know, I honestly, uh, I don't do the same thing each time I shoot uh, different distances. Sometimes I, I shoot, uh, I sit, I move my target and I won't step it off and I'll just, you know, I won't even step off distance. I'll just walk away and stop in the place and try to guess the yardage and shoot with a range finder. And I do little things like that. Uh, I like to practice long range shooting. I don't, uh, I've never shot an animal at long distance, but like you say, you know, you shoot at 60, 70, 80 yards practicing when you get that, you know, 30 yard opportunity, it's like a chip shot and it, it seems real easy. So, uh, actually one of the guys that, that taught me or not taught me, but I learned a lot from a few years ago, I met uh, a guy by the name of Jimmy Ryan, who's a, who's an avid bow hunter, well-known in the hunting world, you know, for, for all the things that he's done. And he's probably one of the greatest bow hunting shots or bow archery shots that I've ever seen. And, and he showed me you know, some tricks and things and got me shooting long distance. And I shoot, you know, 80, 90, 100 yards practicing all the time. So enjoy doing that. And like you said, you need to challenge yourself and doing those things and, and, you know, understand what your capabilities are. What about uh, some of your other equipment choices? Uh, I, I think people are always interested, you know, whether it's just, you know, your buddy in the neighborhood or, or somebody who's a celebrity such as yourself, people are always curious as to what, you know, what we're using out there on our hunts. Um, what kind of a broadheads do you like to use? What kind of arrow shafts, uh, releases, that sort of thing? You, you have kind of certain setup that you've gotten real confident in over the years? Yeah. Um, one of the things I really like is the, I use spot hog, um, seven pin sight. Uh-huh. I love those. Uh, those are awesome sites. I think they're the best on the market for me. But um, I like fixed blade broadheads. I've never been a big mechanical guy, and uh, which you wouldn't you wouldn't think that being a rifle and all. But uh, I like fixed blade broadheads. Actually, this year, uh, last year, I started shooting uh, slick tricks, mm-hmm. and uh, they've worked. They've been working well for me. They fly real good. And um, let's see what else. Uh, I've been using wind driver rests for a couple of years now. I really like those. And, um, what about your shafts? arrows, yeah. arrows, uh, they're all across the board. Um, I use PSEs, uh, carbon force arrows a lot. Uh, and, I, and obviously Easton's got a good line of arrows. I use those a lot too. And, you know, different, uh, different bows seem to like different arrows. Sometimes you just got to pick your own until you find the best one. Oh yeah, no doubt. And that's one of the nice things about, uh, you know, if you have a, a couple of different bows, I, I oftentimes like to set up, you know, a dozen arrows for this bow and, and a different dozen for that mm-hmm. bow and just kind of experiment with some of the different things that are out there or, or go for a little bit more mm-hmm. of a, a speed setup with one and a little more, you know, weight and, and you know, penetration power with another depending on, like you said, you know, whether you're you're hunting the deer close to home or you're heading up for a caribou or an elk or, or what have you. So, right. yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's fun and it's kind of uh, a little bit similar maybe to racing in that way is that, you know, you guys for sure are always tweaking and fiddling and and you know mm-hmm. messing with your car right and you can do the same thing with your with your hunting rig so that's kind of neat yep. well yeah, listen absolutely. Everybody. go ahead I'll go ahead 
No, no, you finish up. Oh yeah, every, well you know, every, they're always coming out with new things. You know, <laughs> and uh, you know, you can always improve on what you have. There's no doubt about it. So I always try to, you know, like you say, uh, things as you go along, and sometimes you find something that you like better, and sometimes you go back to what you have. But you know, you tried it and you try to do it better. That's right. That's right. Well, listen here, a couple more questions before I let you go. Uh, I'm always interested in talking, uh, you know, when we deal with uh, athletes such as yourself, you're in such a hyper-competitive environment there on the track and, and, you know, fighting over a long season, you know, to to get those points and try and claw your way to the top. Uh, How do you approach your bow hunting? Is it a real competitive thing when you're in camp or you're out with a couple of buddies? Or is it for you maybe a completely different deal where you just want to escape and and not be real, you know, high stress about how things go? Yeah, I'm pretty laid back when it comes to the hunting thing. I mean, uh, most competitive I ever get is in camp when we're shooting at targets. You know, we have to place a small wager on some certain things. But, you know, uh, we'll set things up on a target and shoot at them for that and things like that but as far as the hunting goes and being successful and you know going out we just uh i just try to give it my best you know my my best shot that i can and and have fun and enjoy my time there you know Mm -hmm. because uh like you say we get to the track three or four days later it's you know you're you're back in the zone and you're you're working hard and doing all the things that uh, you need to do to be competitive and you know it's nice to get away from that every once in a while and that's what i try to do when i go out in the woods Mm-hmm. And uh, is is being involved, you know, not just in, in the outdoors and, and being a hunter, but is actually being involved in the outdoor business side of things something that you have on your radar for maybe down the line uh, after, your, you know, racing is done? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I've thought about that. Uh, obviously, I enjoy it, and it'd be something I'd be interested in doing. Uh, you know, some of the camera hunts that I've done, uh, some of the driven hunt shows I've done and things like that have, have been very enjoyable so you know there's a there's a chance that i may do something like that down the road but uh, like i said we'll just have to see you never know where you're going to end up and you know uh, i've been fortunate to have the opportunities i've had not only in racing but in in hunting and, and meeting and getting to hunt with the people i i have it's been really neat so just have to see where all, where the old road takes me and uh either way i'm gonna enjoy getting there yeah if uh if the money was the same, would you rather be, you know, spending all your time hunting for Pope and Young Bucks or uh, or driving on the racetrack? Well, honestly, I think I think doing both is the best. I mean, <laughs> that's a very diplomatic you know, answer. Yeah, I mean, race on the weekends and hunt during the week. Uh, if I could do it, I would do it every week, and, and I would, you know, I'd race Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and, and hunt uh, Monday through Thursday. But unfortunately, I don't get to do that, so. I uh, just try to get the hunting in as much as I can, and uh, you know, someday I'm sure I'll have more time to do it, but for now I'm happy with what I've got. Well, listen, man, I, I don't see any reason why you shouldn't be. Uh, uh, I'm sure you have a hard time finding anyone to feel sorry for you, and uh, we sure appreciate <laughs> you coming on the show and spending a little bit of time with us, and hopefully uh, you're keeping up with us in, in the magazine, and uh, if there's anything that... Uh, we can ever do to help you out with your hunting. You just let us know, and uh, we'll we'll be rooting for you here now that we, we can say that we know you a little bit, and it'll be a, watching the races a, a lot more exciting now, Martin. So thanks so much for your time. Well, I appreciate that. And, uh, again, if, if we can do something together someday, that'd be awesome. And I appreciate you having me on the show, and uh, good luck with your hunt next week. Well, thanks. Same to you, and, and hopefully maybe you send me a picture here of your big buck, and we'll throw that up on the website. And uh, 
everyone will be able to see the, the brute that you put down. Well, that'd be great. I'd love, I hopefully I'll send a picture to send you. We'll just have to see. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio with editor Christian Byrne. For more information on this and other topics, pick up a copy of Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine on newsstands now.